0: Drew's live in the locker room in Tallahassee celebrating on the field with the floor's <laughs> and, and I don't know why, but like, we were able to run the ball so well in the first half, to, especially to the left side, and then all of a sudden we started to abandon it. And like I said, it, there is some inconsistency. How
1: are they going to approach this game how are they going to beat this Florida State team? Well, we're going to break you guys.
0: Um, and, and okay, I, that's it. The show's over. In, 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 in the story, we're going to break you guys. Look, and, and I, I'm joking, but it's true.
1: Lord, the <laughs> climb, the climb continues, KB. Oh my God. I
0: am sweating.
1: Look
0: look at my heart. Look, 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 look. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I have so much to say. all right and welcome back to another episode seminal sideline 365 i am kb and as always the old man is next to me uh last time we spoke We were coming off the uh, shocking news of the college football playoff, and we uh, went on for three hours. So my goal is to not go for three hours and not have an emotional breakdown. But you never know. You never know what news is going to bring, especially during a Thursday right before uh, the big news dump day of Friday. So, uh, yeah, and it's transfer portal season. Um, And I think we already had – Sort of another one of those moments for Florida State fans earlier this week that we'll talk about. But, yeah, our goal tonight is to, you know, talk, you know, kind of recap more of the aftermath of the big decision last Sunday uh, on the, uh, you know, our placement in the Orange Bowl, the the consolidation, uh, consolation prize, uh, as many are saying. Uh, What we think about that, we won't focus too much on that because you can go to Twitter and every other social media site you want to, to to see the opinions there, and you're probably tired of hearing it by now. But, it needs to be continued to be brought up because, you know, I, I think we all agree that this is an issue that, that needs to be surfaced for as long as possible because uh, it, it is a uh, travesty. And then uh, we'll talk about the portal. Portal season has officially started. as so of December 4th. It's been hot and heavy and uh, anything, everything in between. Florida State's lost players, obviously. We knew that was going to happen. That shouldn't be a surprise to any fan because uh, all schools are losing players, right? The top schools, the bottom schools, everyone's losing players. Uh, but now we want to see which players are Florida State targeting. You have There's been some some noise, but I think it's been a little bit surprising. We haven't maybe heard more about who's coming to visit Florida State and, and who they're targeting. So we'll talk about who we're hearing about, who we think they should go after. Obviously, we're giving our – our quote-unquote expert opinions on this, but I think it's always a fun discussion to see who you all think we should go after, who's on your radar, and we can discuss it in open forum here and just have some fun with it. Uh, but before we get into that, and then we'll go go through any other college football news we saw that's out there um, that we all discuss, and then we'll wrap it up uh, on on this Thursday. Old man, how's it going? What How's your week gone?
1: Yeah, it's called, uh, busy. I mean, busy, mainly tracking news uh, about Florida State, uh, tracking portal, uh, and venting myself you know i i have sent out lots let's just say lots of my opinion my opinion not necessarily your opinion if we agree then i kind of put it out under both our names but if i put my name out on my opinion it's signed the old man okay and that way they differentiate from you i don't want to bring uh uh crap to you if you don't deserve it uh i think the first thing that i want to point out uh as a military veteran myself i want to say that today is an important date in history of of this country now there's a lot of important dates in the history of this country but december the 7th we should always remember and memorialize of what happened on december 7th when the japanese surprise attack on pearl harbor in hawaii uh i mean that led us that day uh into world war ii and we uh you know uh 2400 uh sailors and civilians were killed that sunday morning when the japanese caught us off guard now i think that's the first thing that i want to bring up so there are things that are greater than football there are things greater than sports and we shall not forget December the 7th, which leads me to another date, uh, which is uh, not close in importance, but it is going to be remembered in Florida State history, Florida State University Athletic Department history, and that is December the 3rd, 2023. That is going to be remembered, and we shall not, I shall not, as long as I walk this earth and do shows like this or Twitter or social media, I shall not let people forget that date on December the 3rd, 2023, when the great CFB and ESPN theft took place, stealing an opportunity from this football team who was 13-0 did everything they were asked to do won every game whether it was pretty or ugly it doesn't matter and then when it came time to go to the next level for an opportunity of a lifetime for kids and coaches and fans it was stolen from them by a conspiracy between this playoff committee and ESPN and of course this will fade but i ask all fsu fans players alike and that in the future on december 3rd 2023 we we stop and we talk about what happened not to let this fade away in business as usual okay And we shouldn't do that for December the 7th, we shouldn't do that for 9-11, and we shouldn't do it for many dates in our history. So with that, the first discussion I'd like to have with you, and I've been very vocal on this on Twitter, is opt out Orange Bowl, boycott Orange Bowl. Let's talk about, in fact, somebody put out something that I think they stole, they, well, stole borrowed let's be that way borrowed something you put out on the show on sunday exactly almost word for word that you were talking about kb on what florida state should do obviously we've accepted the invitation now what do we do with the invitation you kind of laid out a scenario go down have everybody show up, warm up, and then walk off the field. I saw another guy post that. You got thousands of views. And I'm saying, that's what KB put out. Yeah, but, but there was no no one giving you credit. There. I don't and but, I don't care about and that. That's it's, okay. not, it's not it's a, okay. it's an
0: opinion. It's, it, it, a, it's it, not a it, unique opinion.
1: It, it, it's, it's OK. It, it's OK. So we're not here to derive that. What I'm saying to you, KB, opt out. Are you still on board? You were on Sunday. Opt out of Orange Bowl and boycott Orange Bowl. However, let me say this, and I've said this, any fan who decides to go, that's your decision. I'm not. Go- we're not going to berate you for that. But, you know, don't say that people who opt out or can't go or won't go, don't say they're not loyal to this football team, because that's not right. There are many people who cannot afford to go to football games. Are you saying those people don't belong? Okay? But, I say opt out and I said boycott OB because you're playing into the ESPN scenario. And and it's not, don't let them hype this game, which they're gonna do. Georgia, again, Florida State, the first two out. And, and, and if Florida State loses, then they never deserve to be in there. This is gonna be a controlled scrimmage of backups and potentials who are gonna play in 2024 because already certain uh, Key players, at least for Florida State, have bowed out. Johnny Wilson is, I believe, has bowed out already. Others will follow. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard a bunch of opt-outs for Florida State yet, but obviously Johnny Wilson has. He's going towards the NFL, which we could debate whether that's the right decision for him or not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he. Ha- he I don't play. think
1: we need to debate yeah.
0: that now. I, 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 I debating mean, it's part of the, the conversation off-downs. of opting out, but. I mean, Florida State hasn't had a bunch of players opt out yet. So, um, you know, to your point, they haven't yet. What my opinion is, when you say boycott or opt out, I mean, there is a strategic, like I said, strategic way of doing it, a strategic boycott. They are, they've already opted in. Florida State, right after the announcement, their media office, their ticket office was tweeting about, get your tickets now, which I thought was pretty tone-deaf. Within hours. Which was, yeah, yeah, pretty tone-deaf whoever runs that. So once again... Not great communication and collaboration between the offices there, whoever was in charge, probably. Um, uh, I forget the big ticketing company that uh that runs all the ticket master, campuses. no, not ticket. Oh, master. no, Seat Geek, not SeatGeek. no you don't know what you're talking about. Stop talking. Um, it's I it's, thought a, they're it's, the official, no, no it's it's a sales company that basically, oh, uh, okay, that runs okay. um, not Deerfield, something like one of those, but. Oh, no. uh, but basically, tone deaf tweets. But basically, if Florida States wants to make a statement, which and I don't think this will happen because this is not—I I don't think Mike Norvell has this type of streak in him. I think if if Lane Kiffin was in this scenario, uh, he would be on every television screen every day of the week, making something of this and and, and making making sure every screen was on fire right now. Mike Norvell is not that type of person, and I think that may be a little bit of the reason why they thought they could pull this over on Florida State too. Mike is not a come and get you kind of guy. He's not a scream through the screen type of, of coach. Now, with his players, you see the in the locker room, he he can get them motivated, he gets fired up, absolutely. But he's not he he is not the type who's going to use social media or use press conferences to get what he wants or, or really get a, he, he to get his point across. I, don't, I think we all have to agree That's not who he is. He's not the guy who trolls online. He, but I, I've been, which I, I like that I get out him. He 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 fo- He's focused on the job, getting it done, and working behind the scenes, and he does a great job of that. We've seen that now in recruiting. We've seen that in the portal. He, he doesn't have to be always visible to get the job done. Some coaches like to be the opposite. They like to be in front of the cameras always. Deion Sanders, Lane Kiffin, they like the media attention, and that. And I think sometimes that does give them the benefits in certain situations. But I think if we were to do a strategic boycott, which would be you accept the invitation, like they already have enjoy the benefits of it. You get the extra practices, you get the trip, you get the swag for your player, stuff like that. They need the extra practices. This team, like, like was just brought up uh, earlier today. Uh, they're four, or the five-star recruit, whichever you, whichever uh, site you go to on three or twenty-four-seven, is going to be joining them for bowl practices. So this is a bit. This is why you accept the invite because you need your four-star, five-star commit to be at practices with you, and any other guys that are early enrolling. Now, I mean, this is super early, but guys like this, getting them reps because your quarterback position is in a weird situation right now, in terms of Jordan Travis, you know, graduating to the next level. You have guys that have zero reps and now you're losing Duffy, which you know is losing depth and, and young depth there. And this guy needs the practice reps. You need to get him involved, learning the playbook as soon as possible, especially if you think this guy is the heir in two years um, and you, you, you're investing a lot in him. So the practices are one thing. But if you really want to make a statement, if you really want to show uh, Big F you to ESPN, the guys that you thought screwed you in all of this, because everyone, it's, Of the majority opinion, I believe, is that everyone believes that the college football committee collaborated with ESPN and saw money and ratings were the big driver of who got in. And it was Alabama or Florida State, and they chose Alabama, Texas over Florida State. Bigger brands, bigger national media attention, and that's what drove the decision. And so if you want to really stick it to them, you get prepped for the game, act like you're going to come out, and you basically don't don't take the field for three hours, and you screw over their advertisers because – no one's going to check it. watch a game that nobody's playing it, obviously. There's no action going on. People change the channel. They go watch some other bowl game. They go watch some other program. They go outside. Those advertisers get screwed because then they're pissed at ESPN for that time slot that they paid for. And then ESPN has to hear the heat. Then there's articles written about how ESPN manages thing. Then you get eyeballs back on the situation again, right? It reinvigorates the conversation around why did Florida State not get in? Is this the right protest to do? Da, da, da. That's how... I think certain coaches would approach this. I think that's how maybe a Lane Kiffin would approach it if, if he was in this type of scenario. I, I think if Lane Kiffin was in this scenario, there's no way in hell they play this game. Or he's on every television network. He's on McAfee getting interviewed one-on-one. And he's going he's gonna to let Kirk, uh, Kirk and those guys have it every single day. And then he would do some type of protest like this where his guys line up on the sideline and then they just leave and go home. And they don't take the field. And they screw over the advertisers. But I don't think... Florida State will do that. I think they will play the game. I think they will have a, a, a some opt outs like Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman. I think players like that who who feel secure in their draft position will opt out, and they'll play the game because I don't think Mike Norvell's the type of guy. He likes playing by the rules. He likes you know sticking to the process. He's just a stand-up guy who thinks, okay, well, we we can only control what we control right now. We got screwed, but we can't let it affect what we do on the field. We need the practices. We need to get better. We're going to go forward. So that, that's really, you know, when they, they'll play the game. I don't think they should. And if a different coach is in charge, I think different things would happen. But, you know, I trust Norvell. I trust what his process and it's worked so far. So who am I to judge against him? That's my that's my call.
1: OK, let me let me answer to some of your statements. I I don't totally disagree with what you say. First of all, we accepted the invite on Sunday. Yeah, That's a yeah. done deal. The ticket yeah. came in. We said yes. Okay. To me, that's the corporate mentality. This Anything I say now is not a rip on Florida State. It's not a rip on Mike Norvell. We're not endorsing Lane Kiffin. He's got his own issues.
0: Yeah, I would not okay. want Lane Kiffin. So as I, 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 on like Sunday,
1: it. the invite came in. To a new year's six bowl whatever you want to call it the orange bowl which is a great history okay we won a national championship in the orange bowl when scott bentley kicked the yeah. field goal we beat nebraska we we've been to and we've lost national championships down there it has a big history in any other year i would not be ever saying this okay i would not be saying this this is my circumstances though given this year now The corporate mentality kicks in when you're talking about presidents of universities, head football coaches making millions of dollars, as well as athletic directors who have careers as well. So when the career corporate mentality kicks in, okay, you accept the invitation. They sent out very strongly worded correspondence that made national media correct. All right, very strongly worded from Norvell, very strongly worded from, uh, I believe, uh, uh, our athletic director and president of the universities. We, we, we came out and said what we had to say. So we've accepted the invite, we're going to play the game. The game is going to be played. You gave one very, uh, I would say, aggressive scenario, which we both discussed on Sunday, an yeah. aggressive scenario of exactly what you said. Go, go in, warm up, make believe, you know, and then surprise, you don't come back out again. And uh, that's it. You're not playing the game. At which point, if both teams did it, Georgia and Florida State, and Georgia's not a happy customer either in this whole thing. They're yeah. not a happy customer either. Yeah. If they both did it together, then stall the game for an hour or two or three or whatever you want to say. That's a hell of a statement. Now, I don't know if you do that. If you do that, both universities have to be lockstep in their corporate mentality of the message we're going to send. Otherwise, you get singled out as being a crybaby, a whiner, and blah, blah, blah. So, some Lane Kiffins and other guys don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. I'm going to protect it. I'm going to send a statement for history because what happens what happens is a statement for history of how you will be treated, okay? That you're accepting the treatment. Now, contracts, I don't know what the hell the contracts say when you accept the invite. I'm sure there's about 12 pages of shit, you know? Now, for instance, there. I heard, I don't know if it was a rumor or truth, there was supposed to be a press conference this week for yeah, the I, Orange Ball. I think it was
0: yesterday or today. With
1: Norvell and... Uh, uh, Kirby smart. Yeah, Kirby smart. And that didn't occur. So that's kind of, you know, that's one of those call-in things. Just be at your desk and call it in, you know. Kind of, that's kind of different. I don't think the scenario, KB, that you put out, the aggressive one, is going to happen like that. I think, and I hope, that there is some kind of statement made. Now, whether Georgia joins florida state in such a statement on the field i don't know about that i'm not sure what they'll do because they're in the sec they have closer ties with espn and big contracts but they they are in a position obviously to say hey go screw yourself we'll do whatever the hell we think we need to do but leave them out of it florida state controls what they do and the statement they send on that game in the orange bowl and that could be subtle it could be a subtle thing it could be you know all of a sudden we learn 12 starters aren't playing in the game whether they go they're draftables or they've decided i'm not going to risk it going into next season that you know i encourage all the players to consider it, especially if you're draftable johnny wilson why would he play in this He says, I'm going to play in the Senior Bowl. That's right, he's not. I'm going to play in the Senior Bowl because I'm coached there by NFL coaches. All the scouts are there. And I'm playing against other draftable guys. I will take my risk and put it there and not in a meaningless exhibition game where you can put risk on the line. Whoever wins this game in the Orange Bowl, Georgia or Florida State, it's immaterial. If Florida State wins, then they'll say, well, Georgia wasn't at full strength. If Florida State loses, well, see, you shouldn't have been in the playoffs. It's a no-win situation for the Knowles when they go to the Orange Bowl. My last statement, then I'll turn it over to you here, is I've seen a lot of Twitter action. A lot of people agree with our stance about opting out of the Orange Bowl. Okay? We can support, and you and I can support Florida State without being there, okay? The players are going to know that there is an opt-out thing going on. And does that mean they hate Johnny Wilson for not playing? No. They're saying, you're smart, Johnny. I think what's going to happen, this game will be a lot of backups, a lot of guys getting game experience for 2024 season and trying to showcase Other guys who are leaving the program do need to showcase in a couple of games. Some of these guys did not get uh, invites by the Senior Bowl. So this is their last opportunity if they want to leave the program and go to the NFL to put something on tape. But they risk, they do risk serious injury. I doubt to see Brock Bowers play in this game. I would be shocked to see him play.
0: There's no
1: way in hell. I just don't see him play. And I think this will be... And so when you buy a ticket and you go down there and pay these enormous prices... Now, ticket prices have started to drop, which is very interesting, and I'm tracking that. They've started to drop. You know what? Go down, have a great time, support our knowles, but don't say... People who don't go to the game aren't supporting this football team.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't want to keep circling the drain on this conversation. No, I, I want to ask play. if you're out
1: there listening, send us a note now how you feel about opt out. Send us a note. Send us a comment. You agree, okay. disagree? And okay. just, opt, I'd opt like to see and, that
0: opt out and not playing is two different things. No, no, opt, opt out is a is is for a you know uh, someone who's going declaring for the draft versus. The team not playing. The that's game. fine. Those are two different. Send conversations.
1: us a comment your thoughts either way. Would you go to the game? Do you, and would or you feel you'll opt out of the game? Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So so yeah, that's where it is. Like I said, I I think I don't. I think we all know at this point the game will be played. Um. Yeah. Because just of the type of coach we have, which, like I said, I think that's a good thing that we have a great. Well, that coach.
1: decision's been made. It's been made. The game is going to be played. Who plays in the game will go down to the kickoff. Who plays in the game will go down to the kickoff. Because there's many kids battling for jobs. This Really, it is now. College football, as I've said for a long time, is NFL light. That's what it is. Kids are battling for jobs to to get stuff on tape, to impress their coaches, to impress
0: the NFL. It's about impressions moving forward. So now you're like, I feel like you're debating with yourself. So should they... So you want them to play this game? Because no, the young guys can. Then no, get I don't play. want them
1: to play the game at all, KB. I'm saying though, the kids who elect to play, whether Jared Verse elects to play or whether a freshman Richard elects to play, they have should have a good reason. But the reason isn't well. If we win the game, we beat Georgia. We it's a rah rah Rudy Rudy moment. It, it's it's stupid because you're risking. A career-ending injury for nothing, okay? Unless you have something to play for, but it can't be for glory over the University of Georgia. It it's, doesn't make any sense to yep. me. Yep. And if what? I was an agent or, or or a father of a player, I I would have to think about it, even for a kid who's playing on the Knowles in
0: twenty twenty four. Okay,
1: mean? okay.
0: What what do you, I, I what do you mean by that?
1: What I mean by that is if I'm an established player, but I'm not going to the NFL, I'm just going to get NIL money maybe from Florida State or something of that. Okay, am I uh, under obligation to play? Am I under obligation to play in every game or can I opt out? Does that violate my NIL contract? But my whole point is what difference are we... What difference does it make if we win or lose this game?
0: The game means nothing. I got into a
1: very heated conversation uh, the other night. Uh, I was out having a, a just a, a a beer at a bar, okay? And uh there I got into it with some drunk who said, "Oh, and he's doing this shit. Oh, no, say so they, they couldn't couldn't get into the SEC. Uh, you you know, you're not good enough to get into the playoffs." The guy was drunk so his credibility was just out of the world but you know i can all you can see that's the mentality of this well you couldn't beat georgia so if if we're all going all in then johnny wilson should play jared verse should play then uh 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 trey benson should play i mean to go all in and beat them but if we beat georgia what does it mean in the end
0: but, but but I think that's what, what the it? argument is. It's like what don't it even mean? play the game. Like most coach that's why someone like Lane Q would say we're not even gonna play this BS game because one, it means nothing. It's a cons- it's a consolation game. But we what, didn't what? earn this bowl. This bowl is is a it's a backup bowl. It means nothing outside of the paycheck, which Florida State lost two million dollars by not getting into the playoffs. So we already lost money that we were we we rightfully earned based on our performance in the regular season and even more based on our ability to potentially get the national championship game. And then two, why would we put our, you know, players futures on the line for a glorified uh, exhibition game?
1: Let's go. Let's transfer into a little bit of the portal stuff. Pat Payton. Great. This guy is really developing and he's really developed from mid season onward. He's had a great season. Should Patrick Payton go in and play in this game? He just said, it's kind of unknown. No, is he no, in he the portal? To, the, he
0: doesn't need to well one
1: Okay, this is what we're talking
0: about though, See, KB.
1: But, but why who plays and who doesn't? If I'm a kid, if I'm a red shirt freshman, uh, like some of these guys that have gone into the portal now, uh Schrader, you know, he's an offensive lineman. Fine. Yeah, he needs he to play. Is he just giving up? He needs snaps. to play. He, he, has, d- he needs to play in this game. He's under the portal, and I believe he can play, right?
0: Can he practice up and play? Coaching. It's up, up to the coaching staff, but yeah. okay, it's up
1: to the coaching staff. But they should say to him, okay, you're in the portal. We we're good with that. Like CJ okay, Campbell, but he's you can in the play.
0: Portal. He's gonna be playing. Okay. He's only got 35 snaps in a year. It, exactly, but he's gonna be the, playing.
1: This is my point. The game is an exhibition for kids who need to show something. If you've shown something, the game is meaningless. Well, like whether you beat Georgia or not. If Georgia beat us,
0: played in the bowl last year for us, and then he went to UNC. Exactly.
1: This is my point. Have a good reason to play. This is not disrespectful to your coach. It's not disrespectful to your football team. It's not disrespectful to the fan base if you don't play. And it's not disrespectful if I don't show up for the game as a fan. Period.
0: no, No, but there are going to be some players who say you know, we versus me. And I want to play with my teammates and I don't fault them for that either. That's okay. They're taking a risk, but there are going to be certain players who are going to say, I want to play alongside my teammates because we've done it for 13 weeks. Why not a 14? That's
1: okay. This is going to be a tricky thing for the coach to handle and the staff to handle, but you can handle it like men. You can handle it like adults. You can say this is a business we found out on sunday december the 3rd that this is big business so your decision is a personal decision for you and your family and we get that okay you're not disrespecting anybody i am not going to disrespect any player that doesn't show and play in this game because they have a reason not to because it's meaningless
0: no fan should be harassing a kid for sitting out of the game. And no
1: fan, no fan should be harassing a player, and no fan should be harassing another fan for not attending or saying, well, if you don't go, you're not really supporting the team. Bullshit. That's not true. There's many fans over many years never get to a game. You're calling those fans out? No, I don't buy I'm not buying into that, and I won't accept that.
0: All right. Speaking of um players should play or players should not you were talking about patrick payton um so news came out that he earlier in the week and i was talking about the other moment bad news we got uh this week so after sunday i think it was monday or tuesday patrick payton announced that he was putting is going to announce that he was entering the portal it sounds like he may have now deleted the tweet so i don't think it's social media
1: is still saying
0: yeah he's on that but I don't know if it's actually been confirmed that his name's in the database. That's the, that's the difference. Kids will first say, I'm going to be putting in the portal, but then if that name doesn't show up 24 hours later, like there, there's that processing process where they submit their name and it has to show up, they can withdraw their name as well. And that's, that's the part of that portal that I don't think a lot of people understand. So he can communicate, hey, I'm going to put my name in the portal so that coaches can start thinking about it, start putting their feelers out. But if that name doesn't show up in the database, then it's not official yet. Um, what the rumor was, is that a, this is probably a, the rumor, like I said, there are no facts around this, but what the, you know, Twitter experts and everyone was saying is that he wanted Jared verse money, which, you know, was, uh, apparently, or he wanted more than Jared versus getting NIL wise. And so, like I said, quote unquote, he was wanting upwards of a million dollars this upcoming season to stay and he was putting that mar- that number out there for other coaches. One of two things may have happened. A, he may have and I hate to say this word but sometimes you can put too much value on yourself in terms of like you may have broke the market with that number because you know you know there may not be that much available money, right? I think Florida State does a very good job with NIL and I don't think they're going to purposely underpay you if they do- if they if they think you're a valuable player. They're going to do their best, I think, with what they've set up to keep you. And I don't think they're going to under, undervalue, you know, or I should say not Florida State, but Battles End in the NIL program. I don't think they're going to undervalue a Patrick Payne or a Jared Verse or a Brandon Fisk, guys like that. So if he's like, I want double what Verse got, one, I don't think he's double the player that Jared Verse is. I think he's a very, very, very good player. Patrick Payne's developed into a great player with this team coming in as a linebacker out of high school, who was a, like a skinny linebacker that they have now built into a defensive end. I don't think he's double the player and I don't think he's worth double the money, but you know, sometimes you have to learn too. And I, I think he may have learned that. And I think they may have worked with him. And maybe that's why I delayed the tweet. I, I think he was trying to leverage his value knowing that Vers is gone fist is gone. You know, they may be losing some other players on that line. And he may say, well, my value is going up, right? I'm the, now the star on the line this next season. Can I get a raise? fair, fair game. The thing you also have to remember, whether he's in business in football with that it's business now, right? Like you said, sometimes you have to understand though, Patrick, and you know, I'm saying this directly to you, you probably won't watch this because you don't know who we are, but I would say I've done this before where sometimes you go out in the market and you go somewhere, you're, you know, you've been in a company for two, three, four years and they're like, maybe, maybe I'm not getting paid enough. Maybe, you know, maybe I deserve more and I want a 30, 40 K raise. I'm going to go to this company and, you know, it is, sometimes you get comfortable where you are you want to test yourself. You want to go get more money somewhere else and you go take a job with some other company. And then once you get there, you find out it sucks and the money's not worth it. And that's something that, you know, you want to become safe for what you're worth. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. But I, I hope that, and I think it a lot, a lot of players in this portal will learn that sometimes it's, the grass isn't always greener, right? You go to places that maybe promise you more money, promise you more playing time, promise you X, Y, or Z, Right, or the NIL wing does. And you get in there, you're like, why did I leave a place that, you know, maybe valued me or or I knew, you know, like the love the coaches. And now I'm somewhere that I don't really like. And that's why I, I think sometimes it's weird, like when these and now it's not not in the situation where it was like Odell left or Norvell left, then that's different, right? You're the coaches who you trusted left. But in this situation where Patrick, he knows these guys, these guys helped develop him. They've been around him since, you know, he was, he was a freshman and for him to like try to, I don't know. I, you know, I think he may, like I said, be leveraging for a little bit more money, which I understand, but at the same time, I I, I think he may find it that he's not going to find it much better anywhere else in terms of structure, the coaching staff, what, what they've been able to develop him. And I think it would be smart for him to stay. And I, I think ultimately there's a higher chance he stays than he goes. I think was, this was just a money conversation publicly out there i just i just hate for it because i i like patrick um and i and i don't hate patrick now but i i think this probably could have been done behind closed doors versus a verbal hey guys i'm leaving that that's the only part i didn't like about it yeah i don't
1: know about the informal or formal thing there's certain quote ncaa regulations in fact i saw sabin on uh with uh Hat with McAfee and he was going uh McAfee. well who are you in Tennessee recruiting and Saban goes well I can't really talk about that because we're not supposed to be able to say who we're talking to during this period or some bullshit I you know I don't know but there's certain rules related now you're talking about money okay we knew we were going to lose quarterback backup quarterback AJ Duffy who seemed to be running fourth string at this point in the Florida State program, he, he was A.J. Duffy, and on three, on three media site, you know they put in nil estimated values. You know what the estimated value they have on A.J. Duffy, I which I think know. is absurd. Uh, in uh, most of these values that they assign, they have an estimated nil value two hundred and seventeen thousand dollars for A.J. Duffy, who is a redshirt freshman who's done nothing so far in college football. No rip to AJ. However, to put a figure of money like he's going to get that type of money out there is outrageous, and it's just stupid. It tells me, that when I look at some of these values on other guys, Brock Vandergriff, okay, who just left Georgia to go to Kentucky, $470,000? These programs, these NIL programs, in my mind, they're not going to be able to keep funding stuff like this. It's it's going to, dr- some of them might be able to, but very few on some of these numbers that are out there. It's ridiculous, yeah, some yeah, so of well, the numbers.
0: Well, once again, you have to remember that these formulas that, you know these formulas are broad estimations. just like when you go to some of these sites that tell you how much these youtube channels are making money wise it's there's a i think there's a high Garbage. spectrum of what it's so i don't believe aj's making anywhere close to two hundred thousand dollars a year that's his annual value once again uh, you gotta use this this with a grain of salt
1: well uh, this uh, kb this is also see the brand value this is what you always see. Hey, let's drive up this guy's uh, Twitter value okay, and drive up whatever 16K other uh,
0: followers. Like, no, no,
1: Instagram thought. values. This, I'm telling you what. This is this sh- shit. But that's why unbelievable. But th- But I, it.
0: I don't care about that because at the same time, someone's got someone's got to say yes or no. Like it, you got, you know, that person who's overseeing Battle Then whether it's Ingram or whoever you got to have that conversation and say, kid, you're not worth doing today. Well, you know, this is what's available to you. and That's what thats what I'm assuming the conversation was with Patrick was, was that, hey, Patrick, you're not worth a million dollars, buddy. Like, you're a great player, but you're not worth a million dollars. And I don't think Alabama, who's stacked, is going to pay you a million dollars either because they don't have to. So, Jared Verse, we know what he's done. We, we know what we paid him. He was happy with that. He did great. He's going to the NFL. Do you do you think you're worth double what Jared Versus is getting? If, like I said, if that was the scenario of what people are saying, but that that's but that someone's gonna have that real business conversation like a boss would with, with someone. Like if I'm asking for double pay, my boss is gonna laugh at me and say, "There's a door. Go find a new job." Because how did I how did I demonstrate that I'm worth double value? Right? How how did I get double the production last year? This defensive line played amazing. This defensive line played great this year. They had, I think, the second amount of QB hur- hurries uh in the nations this, this last year. But once again, that's a that's a um that's due to having Braden, Braden Fifth there. That's that's having a deeper rotation they've had in years. But that's not to say that Patrick Payton's not a great elite player on this line. But I don't think he's if if the rumor is true, I do not think he should be paid a million dollars. I think he's in line with Jerry burst and what potentially his NIA value is. Well, that's I, where I, th- I think they had a conversation with them and said, let's let's calm down here. We know there's a lot of because You know, these kids also see like they also see these numbers too. And they're like, "God, is AJ really making 200k? If he's making 200k, I should be making 5x that." And so these kids probably get looped up in this too. And they're like, "Damn, like why am I not making more money?" And they're like, "I gotta go somewhere else." So I understand like these kids are confused. They're 19, 20 years old, you know, trying to navigate the business world when they're not properly like probably educated probably on these things and they're navigating these new waters I can't I I couldn't do it well this
1: is what Cory Corey Hall put a you know, uh, comment it's name image and NIL so you have to advertise yourself well yeah. nobody does that better than Coach Prime out in Colorado he put guys names on the back of their jerseys with at this or whatever did you see that thing I sent you earlier today of, of that guy ex-coach who said what they could do in games up on the media boards when you're watching the game a guy makes a big play they could put yeah they could put up the guy's venmo or whatever transfer of money and you could send five bucks to the guy i'm saying myself holy shit, this is unbelievable
0: i think that would get too close to like betting in games i don't think that would be allowed
1: (laughs) can you this uh, this there will be i don't know if it'll be in my lifetime or yours There's going to be a major cheating scandal. Major gambling. Well, we already have a cheating scandal with with Michigan. We have the cheating scandal on signs. We have that. But in terms of a gambling shaving point, it's occurred in all sports. This is getting ripe for that. You know, the worms are going to crawl in because now that gambling is so entwined we remember back in the day we thought Jameis and the Crab Legs was the biggest thing going on in college football. Uh, five holy, $100,
0: $100 holy shit! Of, yeah, hundred dollar worth of Crab Legs. Yeah, this now, is crazy. It's got
1: Rolexes on the side. Yeah, this like, is crazy. Yeah. And this thing right here—if people have not read this, you got to go and read this. Oh, uh, you know, it was out on Twitter, yeah. but it's make a play, get paid unbelievable it's yeah. kind of like super chat for us you like what we say you can send us huh, 99 cents you know if you don't you don't send anything you yeah. know but it, it's it's amazing what the hell is going on in college football and if AJ Duffy wants 217 thousand uh, dollars what does uh what does cam uh, Ward want? what does he want well
0: yeah you let's know? let's talk let's get back holy yeah, back. shit so like i said we, we've seen a bunch of kids from yeah. state State jump into the portal so far so these, let's talk about related. the
1: guys that are really been uh important colleagues yeah, they're all important guys let's see who the the big ones
0: i think the biggest yeah winston wright not you know the biggest ones so far i think are Marquiston um and really Marquistan and potentially Bless Harris. Uh, no, no,
1: I don't see Bless Harris. I don't well, know where the, you. The get reason that I say Bless
0: Harris, the, he's the, depth. Where I,
1: he's depth.
0: He played the second amount of snap, uh, most snaps on the yeah. offensive line. Uh, look at look at the snap counts. This okay. is the snap counts. Well, he played seventy six snaps that? at left tackle. Does he think he has great value out there? So that that's the thing we don't know too. Is that well? I, I will say this: meeting, in the coaches' meetings, they may say, "Bless, we're going to go out and we're going to look." potentially to look at another left tackle spot.
1: Oh, no and doubt. There's no doubt. You know, are you, no okay? doubt.
0: you You can either put yourself in or you can yeah. compete. And that could have been the I think that's a lot of these conversations, but, and I'm not saying bless Harris was a world changer on the offensive line. I think we all know the offensive line needs to continue to get better. And the way to do that is by, you know, going to portal Thomas Schrader, you know, he wasn't playing. He's going to be a senior. He's got, I, I think he hasn't developed. Yeah, yeah.
1: He never developed.
0: He needs to get out, which that's I understand. okay. but you know, bless Harris, like you see here, 376 snaps, you know, that's a lot of experience on the line. It's not dominating experience, but he played a lot of time on this line. Um, so I think, I think what, based on those numbers, I don't think he left maybe voluntarily I think cause he was the guy that came from um, he came from that small school, I believe in, uh, in Texas. Yeah. Uh, Lamar, he, went, he came from Lamar. Yeah. So I think it's more of, Hey, the Atkins probably talked to him. and was like, We're gonna be looking for other options at left tackle potentially. You may, you know, you can stay, compete, or or you can go. This is just your reminder, and that's that's what this all staffs. I feel like do the right staffs, I should say, do with their players. So they tell them NC State, we saw did it with MJ Morris. They said, We're going to look for another option. <laughs> you better get in the portal. That's essentially what they said to him. And he jumped into the portal, which kind of surprised a couple of people. So yeah, these staffs, I think, straight up tell him like you should go look around. So I think between, I mean, he he's only a loss right now because of experience. And I don't think you and I, you and I, have agreed that this line hat didn't play phenomenally this past season. No, I it call it average. I yeah, call it average. It needs to get better, and I think you know, based on that, based on him leaving, I think that tells us that they are going to look to get better in this offseason um by bringing guys in. That is one – and so those two guys, bless Harris, you could say, they did lose some younger guys on the offensive line. They lost Daughtry Richardson, who I believe was a true, a true freshman this offseason. Um, you lost um, also – I thought you lost one more offensive lineman. but I, I was wrong. Uh, oh, yeah, Quayshon Sapp was another young guy. So you lost two high school recruits on the offensive line. Da- Daughtry. Daughtry's an offensive – Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. T- yeah. 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 Well, they brought teams. in – Atkins brought in a huge slew of Lucas offensive Simmons. linemen. He had like
1: 20-plus guys in the room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have the two. You had Lucas Simmons, who was highly rated last year. The year before yeah, that, Julian Armella. Right. He's still so in
1: there. He's still in to, there.
0: We need to see. You know, but those guys, looking at the numbers too, those guys didn't play a lot either. So if we go back here, Julian Armella only played 13 snaps this year. Well, they're going to play Early, in the
1: Orange Bowl. They'll yeah, play in Julian the Orange Early, Bowl.
0: Another young prospect they like, 33 snaps, uh, and that's for the young guy, Brian Estes, Jones 46. Jones played
1: a lot of ball this year.
0: Keandre, yeah, he, he had transfer. He played a lot. Now you could say, was it? Was it? You know, some people like him, some people don't. That's but these younger guys, Jay, these two main younger guys, didn't play a lot. And I think Julian's going to be a a junior now. Maybe a redshirt sophomore coming into next year. Um, he probably got because uh, he could probably redshirt the year. But those guys are going to be asked to step up at one point. At some point, whether it's rec- I, I want to see the Atkins effect on the high school recruits because now we're going into what year four, year five of the uh, of the atkins you know
1: atkins diet
0: i want yeah <laughs> I, I want to see the atkins effect on the line with the high school recruiting because yeah. he's had cycles now to bring in the right guys and you know i i, I don't think we've gotten there yet so i want to see julian armella jalen early I, I want to see those types of guys that he lucas simmons next year i want to see these guys start getting in the rotation because it seems like more and more we're relying on the portal for off the offensive linemen. And I think it's hard to find great offensive linemen in the portal because if they're in the portal, then they probably aren't that, you know, they're probably not super elite offensive linemen in the portal because they're, they're most likely needed unless they're coming from an FCS or or, or like a mid major program. And, and then you're lucky you're going to compete with the top five programs to get them. Right. So
1: the only thing I would say about offensive line, first of all, they're the toughest guys to find, yeah, yeah, you know, but if I have a chance to bring in a guy that's been in a, good program where he's getting good competition in practice and he's he's played some okay i I might and i feel he has the potential i think i i think a guy like that you can plug and play faster than just some high school guy unless he's a four or five star guy you know i I, and that's why we're losing some of these guys because they weren't four and five star guys and they just cannot play at the level that we need them to play at. And you know, we we don't wish anybody well. We no. we hope. Uh, well, a guy like Daughtry, let's say, or Sapp, they may have to go down to a more of a stepping stone program. You know, where they can find that playing time that they desire to fully develop. And this this is just the reality of what we have in football today. OK, that's what it is, because, you know, if they're not developing soon enough at Florida State, they're not going out because of money. They yeah. haven't played. No. They're going out for playing
0: time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so I think that basically says we haven't lost any. And the only big loss and his name isn't officially the portal would be Patrick Payton. The only other guy I liked and I, I wish he was. Biscuit. 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 Yeah, I, I thought Biscuit could really. And I and I get why he's leaving. I and I, I think I, I may have said this early in the year is that, you know, when you have when you bring in two new tight ends, you know, a, a guy like Biscuit, who's worked his tail off and he's you know gotten into shape and, and, and stuff like that. And he's a big dude. They use them in many different ways. You know, you got a guy like that who feels like you're kind of recruiting over him. Right. And um, you got they've used at some point this season, seven tight ends. Right. Um, but you see here snap wise, Mark was you know third in rotation with 192 snaps. Jaheim and Kyle just almost tripled him in snaps, two X'd him at minimum. Um, and so you've already lost Preston Daniel, he's gone, he's leaving, which he was more used as a blocker in situations. He caught a couple of balls here, but you know, he he got buried behind everyone else. And then Marquiston was right in the middle. And and when Marquiston has the ball for his size, that dude is fast. Like that guy can make plays with the ball, and we obviously know he, he can block as well. So you know, you're going to lose Jaheem more than likely. I believe he'll go to the NFL. You I think, think he has a will? He, he still has eligibility, think, right? I don't think he – I think he could definitely develop more, but I don't think his development from Florida State, from South Carolina to Florida State has shown – I think he may just bet on himself and say, I'm just going to bet on my athleticism and, and see what the NFL says. Do you think I,
1: he's a guy who would play in the Orange Bowl? If you're his agent, what would you tell him?
0: Uh, probably. Probably. Or-
1: he, he has no, no well, senior bowl. He didn't get invited to the senior bowl, so it's the orange bowl or nothing.
0: Not with those quarterbacks, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't think playing with, I I don't think he's going to light it up necessarily with Tate Rodemaker at quarterback. That's just my opinion. Um, but but Jaheem also he I mean, he's not invited to the senior bowl because he's not a senior. He, like he didn't walk during senior day, so he's got he's got. I bet year. he comes back.
1: I I, I bet I, he. I bet he, he tries to leverage for NIL money at Florida State. He doesn't go into the portal. He tries to cut a deal with Florida State NIL to keep him here one more year of development. I, th- I think, yeah. And, I and, think and you're ball. telling him we're bringing in a veteran quarterback. There's going to be a veteran quarterback coming in here that can distribute the ball. You, you have to sell each kid on these exit interviews of what's going on.
0: And I was wrong. He did. He did play a lot better this year than last. No, year. Like
1: he had he, his he best doubled. year. He had he, his best year in C and CFB yeah. this year.
0: He doubled his production
1: from last season. Yes, he
0: almost matched his basically his first year. It, it was playing. kind of a silent thing, you know. It wasn't yeah. like, but that's dynamic. What, that's, you know? Yeah, and that's what happens. Not like Keon Coleman like things. you know? Well, it, it, you could say his season probably could have been understand. Better, right? Yeah, understood. Um, but I definitely like. I agree. With you. I definitely think he could come back, and that I think will sway some decisions in the portal. And they probably want to hear from him. Like, dude, are you coming back? Like, well, because I, that will I, determine <laughs> if they go and target some guys in the portal as well.
1: I think they'll have more lock coming back. They could have Bell coming back. Who else is in that room? Uh, Courtney, Brian Courtney, Brian, Brian, Brian well, Courtney. If he plays, I, I don't or, know what Brian's gonna do. He's a great special teams player. He's been switched to linebacker, back to tight end. He, can, You know, they got to find a home for him, you know, or or they're going to lose him. If he doesn't get more playing time, it, you know, that's a kid that could show up in the Orange Bowl. See, that's the difference. Jaheim Bell may not play, even if he's coming back for next year. Why would you play in this game and get a knee injury and then really screw it up? Yeah. So uh, Brian Courtney, who needs the reps, does play in the Orange Bowl. You know, yeah. and some show before the Orange Bowl will probably say who we think's gonna play and who doesn't. You know, yeah. we'll have a better yeah, I don't idea. Think
0: we need to determine that tonight, yeah, like you said. No, we but, don't
1: need to determine I, it's too too early.
0: It may be a sign. If Mark Jackson
1: West, what's his story? Okay,
0: yeah, I don't we need to don't need to focus on him.
1: Um what, what do you mean? What's his I, he's story? Just not
0: he's not he's just on he's not he's
1: competitive down. right now.
0: I, yeah, I mean, look at the snaps. They don't. He's
1: on special teams.
0: He's so. Preston Daniels. Uh, yeah, I, he's more. Yeah, Preston so,
1: Daniels. I was surprised by.
0: He gets a lot of playing time. Uh, well, he was like the original tight end for Florida when all they had was basically. Right, it's going to be interesting to see
1: what offers he does get.
0: Um, I, I don't think there'll be high offers, but you um, will hopefully, he'll get more than seventy. He's look. He's just looking to get more than seventy-seven snaps, which I can appreciate. He wants hey, more playing time. Let
1: me ask you this. Do you think Deuce Span is taking any practice snaps as a potential quarterback
0: if they needed him? I thought about that the other day, and I, I you know, I, I would think Could he, he run, could run the work? Wildcat? I mean, that's how they won and beat Louisville. I mean, and that's and that's something that Norvell used to Because he learn
1: can literally is- pass the ball. Now, this yeah. guy was a quarterback. So if he could run like Teo did as the as the wildcat he could he's a legitimate passer so you could really uh teo's not really a passer no deuce can throw the ball downfield and, you know i thought that might be an interesting twist for the orange Bowl to try that out
0: yeah and we saw deuce on that trick play early in the right. season remember on the end around right. he threw that ball um right. and so he still got it but i i agree i i think that that may be a wrinkle that they they bake in because the run blocking seemed to work better with Tofili in the Wildcat, um, impatient looking for the hole, and I think Deuce could run that. Um, so I would agree with you. I, I think it's definitely a regal that they should explore because, look, he's not getting snaps at wide receiver. Regard, no. I don't know why. He's not getting any Once, kicks
1: because they all go over his head. He's you second
0: know? lowest on the team and, and, and behind a freshman who's been out for four weeks. He's like, got to be,
1: in his exit interview, he's got to be talking to... he to be, uh, well, be frustrated. Well, he's got to be talking to the coaches. What, what do you think? Where do I fit in here? Now, I think you'll see more of him in the Orange Bowl. He's a guy that needs to play. You'll see D- uh, uh, D- Darian Williamson a lot more uh uh Kentron you're gonna see more well, uh these guys they have some guys that well, are there some talent they just don't have the reps
0: well we keep going back to the orange let's discuss like who are we talking who are we targeting
1: well we're doing portal. both like, you know.
0: like I will not discuss the orange bowling we be that we thought
1: Kentron would go into the portal do you think he'll go into the portal
0: well so it's a weird because once again he ranks fourth in snaps on the year but his impact wasn't really felt this year. i think his impact was felt less this year than it was last year um in in terms of yardage and, and big plays over the course of the season uh i think he could i i definitely think he could i and i think this this team definitely does need to recruit another big play receiver as you're losing two, two your two right your two top receivers again so i think Florida State will be aggressive in looking at okay, who's going to elevate internally? Is it going to be Hakeem Williams? Is it going to be Jacobs? Is it, could it be Kentron? But I don't think if those players can be afraid of, like if, if Kentron or, you know, is Kentron going to be afraid of competing for that spot? Because I think Florida State is going to be aggressive and looking for another playmaker like Keon Coleman or Johnny Wilson in the portal, like a certified guy who is going to be able to take over again. Because they, well, they I, can't yeah. you can't lose but, two guys like that yeah. and just take, you know, Hope Hakeem Williams becomes the guy next season. Like no
1: superstar, no look, no Keon Colemans out there, right? Are gonna come yet. in yeah. without having a veteran quarterback who's proven who can throw the ball down the field and has a track record doing it. Okay, that has the receipts to show that. David Delgado, thanks for agreeing with me. Uh, but he's right, a premium quarterback will entice other players. Can't okay. try on it but I'm not uh, as a premium quarterback, KB. I also want to know who the hell is blocking for me up there, right? You don't think a premium quarterback is going to look at that a little bit, or you just figure he'll he'll say, "Hey, you guys will figure it out up front." But uh, the receivers want to see that that passer and any uh, you know. I think at running back, I think we're in good shape at running back. I don't well, think we're going to bring in any yeah, running, running backs.
0: Back. Running back is your least concern. Your receivers and your quarterback offensively, well along along with your offensive line, your biggest concerns on offense because you are. If you lose Shaheem Bell, that is like the nuclear option because, but he between Keon Johnny and Jaheem. and I thought there was a little bit of a chance Johnny could come back because I don't think he had the greatest season: two touchdowns, a ton of drops, and 600 yards of offense. I thought he could come back to see if he can finally get over the drop situation because I I don't know if he's a top two round guy. Who? I think he'll Johnny Wilson. I think he'll go yeah. third or fourth round. But losing Keon Johnny and if you lose Jaheem Bell if he declares you're losing over 1,600 yards of receiving yards. Your next you have next, to make
1: up for it.
0: yeah. You're not going to make for up for it internally because your next highest receiver is Kyle Morlock with 255 yards so that's the part that can yeah but kyle Morlock. If, if,
1: if you target kyle Morlock more Kyle's he catches the ball he yards. catches the ball no he's but he catches a the thousand ball. yards though kentron i think kentron has the potential to get a, to be a 500 yeah. yard receiver you i do had but he's got to have the targets
0: Kentron had 52 yards this year 52 well he he's gonna have a 500 he was yard?
1: injured no he okay. was injured he was injured yeah, I thought he was. I thought he had some injuries. Him and Darian both had some injuries, I think. Okay, he played, I get he it. Had, I get he what, had, what you're saying. He had the fourth amount of snaps I, on the team. I get what you're saying. What's Supreme saying here? MJ Morris, I never heard of the guy. Who the hell is he? North that? NC State, NC State. Who, what position is he? Quarterback,
0: quarterback, quarterback. No, we're not taking MJ Morris. That's not.
1: MJ Morris That's is not at this level, Supreme. Not in our opinion, he's
0: not. Well, you okay. don't even know who he is.
1: I don't even know. Who, well, there <laughs> you go.
0: I've never heard of the guy. You should look him up. But uh, I, I don't, I don't like MJ Moore. I, I don't uh, like him as a player. I don't think he'd be the, Florida State. And to your point, it may be hard to recruit a top quarterback when the offensive line is not elite. But at the same time, the elite programs like a Georgia or you know uh, a, a Clemson, if they decide to stay with Cade. A lot of those programs have solidified positions, so you may only have to compete with two or three other programs for you know for a quarterback. And I think they can sell him on like they can sell him on the Atkins effect. Atkins is going to get his guys. Atkins yeah. is going to find those guys in the portal like he did <laughs> last year. Because what we got, you know, we got the guys in the portal last year offensive line wise, and and Jordan Travis made it work. So I think once again, Florida is going to have to address receivers. They're going to have to address the alignment. And I do believe that they do have to address support. I, you know, Cam Ward, DJ Uguayli, they those seem to be the big trendy things. I think DJ. You, know, be, you
1: didn't like DJ before.
0: You kind of said no. you
1: don't think he fits. You said I, that in a previous. No,
0: I think he fits, but I think he has a ceiling. I think we've seen his ceiling as a player, and now his ceiling was good enough to beat Florida State multiple times. So. And you know what? His ceiling
1: was good enough to go out to Oregon state and put up a pretty damn good year, just transitioning out there. in and one year. Saying.
0: He's not a, a bad player. Game. Like he's, he's you a know. very good player. And that's what I'm saying. It's hard, but I'm like, can we get like, we're coming off a undefeated season. It feels like we should have our pick of the litter in terms of quarterbacks available. Like, it, it, it That that's the tough part, and I don't know if DJ is the top quarterback that will be available, and it, it, you know. But I, I I think DJ could come in and run the offense. He's a veteran guy, knows he's playing against the ACC should be easy for him. He's mobile. He can throw the ball. He, he should be able to run. You know, that's the thing. You need a guy that's mobile enough so when this offensive line breaks down, the guy can get out out of the jam. Because that's what Jordan drivers did so well in this offense is that he bailed out. This off the line, so many times. Yes, he made him look good. Yes, a lot of times. Yes, he did. You need a guy that can do the same type of thing. So, you know, I'm glad we're not going the Riley Leonard route. I'm glad Notre Dame's making, I feel like, another mistake with him. I like Riley Leonard. He's, he's,
1: they're taking a risk because of that injury.
0: Uh, Yeah, but I, I don't think, I think, once again, Riley Leonard's a, good good player but i don't think he's an elite player you know how
1: quickly the nfl downgrades a guy with an injury like riley leonard had they drop
0: those guys down a lot on their draft boards yeah well you know the guy i I would love to have if i had my pick of anybody i would like to have like a dylan gabriel or some like a mobile quarterback like he's already gone
1: he's gone he's well i don't think he's committed he hasn't
0: committed anywhere i like him i like him as like that prototypical, you know, I know there, there's been some things against him in terms of like he's five eleven, so that that's not prototypical quarterback. But for for a college offense that needs a guy who can throw the ball and be mobile and make big plays, I like that. That's my prototypical guy that I like. But I know there's going to be people who disagree with me. So if we go the DJ route, I'm fine with that.
1: Well, let's but, agree, KD. and that
0: works, and that works because that's a one year. That's a one year allowed Luke to come in, get it. Let Brock Glenn get more experience. Cause he's, if they believe that Brock and Glenn and Luke are the heir apparents to everything, like those are the guys who will compete the year after in 2025 for the throne. And Mike's going all in with those guys. Then let's get DJ and let's let him run this offense next year. All right. I got
1: I got to make a comment to Corey halls here. Atkins will have us right. I've been hearing that for three or four seasons now, Corey. I think Atkins does a great job as an offensive line coach and getting recruits, Portal and High School. However, of the 20-plus guys he's had in that room, the best we've produced so far is average. An average line, okay, I grant it, the line was in shambles yes, when yes, he came yes. into the program. Yes,
0: yes. So
1: I give Coach Atkins plenty of yes. accolades. However, the line has not developed to that, what I would say average plus or good, where I could say it's good. I see too many of our quarterbacks, KB said it right, that George Travis bailed that line out a lot because the coverage broke down, the pass blocking broke down, and he had to run for his life. Okay, so I'm not quite there that I can say, "Oh, he'll take, he'll cover us on this." I think he's going to go out. I think he's going to go out and get at least two offensive linemen out of the portal. Uh,
0: but that, and that's the thing to to the to to the veterans. Comment, yeah. is that he's done a great job in just getting us to like an average baseline, which right. he, he inherited a, a shit right. show. So yes, kudos to him for even taking the job and saying, I'll try to do something with this. Cause he has the issue I have is that he, he can recruit his butt off. Totally agree with that. I haven't seen the the development of, of the recruiting uh, of the recruits he's brought in. Like Rod was his four star two years ago. Right. He's not no longer with the program. These but other guys. we, you know, we Julian Armella hasn't played yet. Brian, hasn't Bryson, played. Brian yeah. Estes, you know, hasn't played. Daughtry's leaving, Saps leaving. We just haven't seen. I haven't seen development in the high school ranks. Like he hasn't been able to bring in like the right recruits on the line yet and develop them. Jalen Early, that I think Quayshawn Sapp is gone. Like you said, those guys are leaving. So I want to see his turnover. His turnover rate is high. But to your point, though, to your point, it's hard to find the right. You know, it's hard to evaluate. So Julian Armella, Jalen Early were his big gets in 2022. Right. So those guys have now been in the program for a couple of years, like next year, I'm expecting, are they ready for the rotation? Are they ready to put, you know, to, you know, flip that coin and say, I'm ready coach. I, I developed, we're ready to go. Cause you know, uh, typically you don't see an offensive lineman start freshman year, unless they're a high five star, their body's ready to do that. But by right. year two, three, by, you know, by year four, if they're not playing, they're gone. But by year two or three, you, know, you would like to see them in rotation. We saw a little bit of Jalen, a little bit. Like, I'm talking 30 snaps. So that's the only thing I'm missing from Atkins right now. Do
1: you think, you think Armella is the next guy who's really the breaker, the make or break guy that should be a starter next year? I mean, the fan base is in love with this kid, okay? But he hasn't taken that next step. I expect, I would almost expect to see him starting in the Orange Bowl game. Yes or no?
0: He's only taken thirteen snaps this year. I, 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 thirty-three total at right tackle and thirteen at left tackle.
1: I think what we're going to do before the Orange Bowl, we'll have where we pick the starting lineup. We pick the starting lineup because nobody will really know what it's going to
0: be. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I going to have
1: him in there.
0: <laughs> it, 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 what this shows me is that, you know, these guys got time, time and garbage time. and They didn't even get that many snaps. Like you couldn't make. Atkins didn't feel good enough relying on these guys when the game was even close to being in, in, not even in hand, right? Like you couldn't put them in the third quarters or rotate them, even with some of the injuries we had, stuff like that. So it doesn't tell me they're ready yet. Well, full offseason, will they be ready yet? That's what I want to see. I want to see these recruits. Because when you get transfers in on the offensive line, those guys have – they've already counted skill-wise, right? You know, right. The guys you bring in from Lamar, the guys you bring in from Auburn, DeAndre, stuff like that. Casey Roddick, you know, he had been at Colorado for four years, right? Or three or four years, team yeah. captain. That yep. guy's not going to get better. You know what you, you know, you have, he is what he Well, is. I don't know if
1: you're not going to get better. You yep. always get better with Technique, the Technique,
0: stuff like that. But you're not You're not going to see him become a first team All-American overnight. Like, you know what you've got. And you, you know, like, you're right. You can technique-wise, you can clean things up. But you kind of know what the skill ceiling is there. You know what you're getting in the player and you can improve some things. But in high school, you have the chance to fully, you know, kind of build it from the ground up because you don't have any bad habits. Or, you know, those high school habits you can kind of redevelop, you can change their body, you can, you know, train them the right way. And that's why I want to see some of these high school recruits and see how they perform in live action. Because I think those guys have the potential to have a bigger long-term impact on this team, obviously, than the guy you get from the portal for a year or two. That's my thing. And that's where I want to see the Atkins effect impact Florida State's offensive line. So
1: yeah. Uh here's here's a question from BP. Do you know the ant- Grayson McCall? Is he injured? Is so he-
0: Grayson McCall, no, he's he's well the latest prediction on Grayson McCall was that he was going to go to uh I believe he's not getting big he's not getting high offers. He's going to UCF. He made a mistake by not going to the portal like a year or two ago. Uh, I know he's injured last year, right? Um but like I think two years ago when he was like they were like in the top ten or fifteen, right? When uh, you know Coastal was really hot um, before he got hurt. I think he should have entered. He's not getting a ton of interest um, in the portal right now. And I think this prediction by um, on three is probably right on trend. Like Gus Malzahn gets Grayson McCall. I-, I think that's a good natural fit for him. Like you're not Big Twelve. You know it's not a it's not a it's a step up, but it's not a sec step up right um i think that's a good fit for him not definitely not a fit for florida state leave I, I leave
1: this think. leave this leave this chart up
0: yeah
1: how disappointed would you be if florida state doesn't get one of these guys on this chart incredibly disappointed In and that,
0: you, i i just i you I, don't I lo- feel
1: do you feel tate rodemaker goes uninjured for 2024 can get us to the playoffs, the twelve-team expanded playoff. Do you feel confident no. he could do that?
0: No. If that's our goal next year, if our if our goal is to get to the playoffs next year,
1: well, of course it is. What well, the hell else would your goal be? Well, you your goal is, the goal is to ACC, the ACC
0: and playoffs. Well, that means, that's the okay. because so you can't that's lose, only way an ACC team is getting to the playoffs.
1: Well, like, no, don't say not, hey, don't say ACC, that shit. ACC, you never know anymore. What
0: do you mean? No, they're you can't. There are
1: going to be two team losses getting in. I think there could be two ACC teams who could no, get into the no, twelve. No, there's not. That's not okay. They just didn't let an undefeated okay. conference champion. Okay, back, you back think to my question. <laughs> Wait a minute. Back to my question: Is Tate, is your coach of Florida State, your Mike Novell, do you have confidence Tate Rodemaker and
0: and uh, no, I, I tell can, Tate, can
1: take this team to the playoffs?
0: No. Okay. I I just not what, I, what I've seen. Okay. I just I just Now,
1: if you have your desires, do you want a quarterback out there that has 2 years to go even though they can leave anytime they freaking want it seems like uh or do you want a guy that's one and done or does it matter to you?
0: It doesn't matter to me. It, it the only the only reason said I would say it it, it would depend on how much Norvell believes in brock and luke if everyone says what luke is supposed to be into like what he is now what he'll develop into and you say i want a guy with one year ready so it's one year then brock then luke and you set up that succession so it doesn't screw up with people's i'm going to transfer I, that's what i would do if you believe in that progression if mike's like that's what i want i want brock to have a more one more year of development so he has a year on his belt he gets a, after you know if it's DJ because DJ's one year. DJ starts next year, he's gone. Brock starts, then he's ready. He can then competes with Luke, who then has a year under his belt to develop. They compete starter, you know, whoever's better starts, and then we're good to go for the next two or three years. You know,
1: some of these decisions like Kyle McCord going down to Miami. Who the hell wants? Well, now they game. have athletes, I don't think but it's, a it's like I don't who think goes it's to these trade. shit shows? Mississippi State's going to take Tyler. where well, they're you know rebuilding their
0: program. You know Once who again, knows. This who is knows? just a yeah. Right. This is just a post right. for engagement. I right. don't think you know. We know this is. I think this, I think the Dylan
1: Gabriel thing is interesting. Does he still have strong ties to Florida? Does he have? I don't know if he does or not. Does he have a lot of family in Florida? It's a hell of a lot easier drive to see him play in Tallahassee than going to Oregon to see him. He's play. from Hawaii.
0: He's from Hawaii. Okay. Well, that. So, <laughs> so i guess he'll go to oregon <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, shit yeah.
1: okay you took that argument away brother yeah. so, okay uh, so
0: yeah uh, um so yeah I, I i think once again i you know and there's not a lot of talk you know i don't even see you like will howard i don't see him on this list at all oh i, yeah, I don't think like not, really, I,
1: I think he's gonna command like, a He's lot not of USC, money.
0: usc yeah so and yeah. that would make sense he's UFC. gonna he's gonna he's gonna command a lot of money they need to bounce back, but he's an East Coast guy. So once again, they there's some big time guys. That's the thing. Florida State is in a weird position. Once again, you know you have the you have the bounce back of not getting in the playoffs, which definitely hurts you because guys want to compete for more, and and you know that's definitely going to be negative recruiting. But that's negative recruiting against the entire ACC. So it's not like Miami can use it against you. It's not like Clemson can use it against you. It's not like Louisville can use that against you. It hurts the entire conference, but you know, Florida could, or, you know, but Florida just went five and seven. So, you know, they can't really say we're, and they're, and they're losing players. They just lost their best running back in in Trevor Etienne, who I think is going to go to Georgia now. So they're, they're uh, purging guys or they're, they're losing guys left and right too. Oh,
1: Florida. I mean, they've (laughs) been losing the best guys out of the worst uh, team. They're, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do, and they have one
0: hell of a tough schedule in twenty-four. Oh, they, it, I, I feel, yeah, I feel bad for that guy because he's gonna get canned next year because of that schedule too. So, oh, and that's okay. why they're not gonna fire, and that's why they're not gonna fire him too because they want to get, you know, it does make sense to hire a new guy and then bring him with that schedule and just go, and then screw, you know, fan base get pissed at him because you know they get three or four wins. But going back to Cortex, like I said, I believe we need a guy. One year would be, I think, ideal because then you get Brock. A chance to then take over, and then you give Luke after that a chance to compete for it. It doesn't screw up your secession plan.
1: Do you think it can be sold to the guys that are in the room when you bring the veteran in, and you just say, "This is the new way of football. This is no disrespect to you guys. Here's how we see this. If you have a problem, ask us questions. We're going to be totally honest with you." I think that's the key. And Mike Norvell is seems to be this upfront, totally honest with his players. Here's the situation, and and if, you know, if you decide to leave, then we're going to wish you the best and we'll give you a great resume builder going out the door, you know, but you got to compete. Everybody competes.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. That's And you have to frame it like that. Everyone's competes here, even though we bring DJ or whoever, the job's still open, right? If you don't work your tail off in the offseason, you don't work your tail off in the fall, nothing's guaranteed. And that's what you have to say it as. And it's always next man up. If you don't, you know, if you don't perform and, and you struggle or, you know, if you get hurt, you know, we just all we, we just went to our third string quarterbacks here because of injuries. Right. And I and I think I think honestly, you would potentially be able to keep Tate because I think
1: Tate's not going anywhere. No, 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 and that's what he's, where not, he's like. not going into the portal. That's I not going to happen.
0: And that's why I think you have. I think that's why you're in the place where you can go and get a guy. because I don't I don't see Tate. leaving. No, I just don't see him leaving. I think no. he likes Brock it. Glenn's not
1: going to leave. He doesn't have enough tape. Tate's no. not going to leave. He doesn't have enough tape.
0: And I think he, I, I honestly, I, I think Tate just likes,
1: and I don't blame for AJ leaving. for leaving because he's going to get no. his $217,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Just, just, I, I think Tate knows where he is and I don't think he would transfer. And I think that's, that would be a benefit to Florida state to say, Oh, we got a veteran in who's led a team before that has meaningful snaps. Oh, and and if shit goes down and somehow that person gets hurt or doesn't perform, then we do have Tate as that guy, that secondary backup who can come in and, and try to win games for us. So I, I, I think that how that's how it goes down. What
1: do you think of this question from uh, ZG?
0: Uh, do you think outside of the ACC championship a one lost uh, ACC team can make the top 12 next year with a new format? I feel like, oh, absolutely not. No, I think uh, ACC is now a mid-major program. So think of it like basketball terms. You have... I'll say 64 teams, but my alumni is a part of the Atlantic 10. So, you know, I grew up a Florida State fan because of my dad and everyone who went there. But my, I, I went to school at a mid-major program. And we're lucky to get into the NCAA tournament because we're not respected. And it's the same thing with Florida State. We're now a mid-major football program in the ACC. Just by We're guilty by association. The ACC has no respect. We should have known that for a while, but it has no respect. And with a 12 team format, we'll be lucky. We're lucky to get the one on Mac bid, but you will not get two bids out of this. This, you will not get an at large bid. That will be gobbled up by, by Liberty in the big 10. No, because you don't think that ne- the networks are like, God, we don't want a Liberty on the, on these, this playoff format. That's But that's really if so you have a
1: small, uh, small uh, conference player, that's, 12 or 13 and oh they're going to take them in or it really looks
0: bad it looks bad this year they don't care they control the narrative i understand they control the narrative they don't care they're they're worried about filling the stadium filling the eye you know getting the eyeballs that's what they care about and so they don't they really really do not care and that's why I honestly believe
1: it's about the TV viewership. And yes, life. the ACC, that's the it. ACC,
0: the big 12, the AAC, all these other, they're all mid majors. Now, if you're not in the big 10 or the sec, you are shit out of luck. You are. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's why we say on this program, we have said if
1: Florida state now has to accelerate leaving the ACC to one of the mega conferences, We say there's two mega conferences. I think there could be a third out there if it develops. I'm just saying, you don't have to agree. Okay, I'm just saying, listen, if we don't get into one of them, you are totally screwed. And here's how you get screwed. Eventually, Coach Norvell will leave. Okay. Oh, yeah. He is not no coaches are married to any programs anymore. The days of staying at a program 30 years like Bobby Bowden or some of these guys is over. This is a entirely new structure of college football. This is the NFL minor league football where we develop players and coaches and these guys want to they a Nick Saban says today. I found out a long time ago that a good coach, that a good coach cannot win with bad players. He goes, I found that out. A, a good coach needs good players, and yeah. you're not going to get the best players just based on money. And if you don't go to the mega conferences, it's that easy. Everything else will be developmental.
0: Yeah, and and, and to that point, this guy and the players
1: out. know that too.
0: Yeah, it's it's very clear now, and, and this guy, Big Ten information, college football fan, he he tweets out some really good stuff, and he had a really great tweet today. On it's long, but it, it kind of explains like I some people that. are debating, some people are debating whether or not how does State going to get the money to get out of the ACC, and it's a good it's a good question because you know public university, you know how are you going to come up with two hundred billion plus <laughs> to get out of the ACC? Um, uh, and it's a good question because, yeah, like you just said, if you don't get out of the ACC, you're dying. You're a dead football program, um, essentially. So it, it's really about, you know, and that's one. There's a GOR and then there's the exit fee of the conference and the bylaws. And, it's, and it's you know, it, they assume it's going to be around $200, 200 million, But he sums it up in this graphic, which I think is good. I encourage you to go look at the tweaks. I I can't, I'm probably not going to do it justice. But you can look at the payout schedule. And essentially what he said is that, what is more likely to happen than not is that the Big Ten, this may already be discussed, will give Florida State, and and this they this happens more often than not that these programs that leave other conferences they get a loan from the new conference, you know,
1: like a mortgage.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Florida State would get like a two hundred million dollar loan right. from the Big Ten. But they would be able to pay that off within five years due to right. the payout structure of, right. of the Big Ten, right? They would see that money back within five years and be able to pay that back within that loan structure, right? So, Because right. it, it, you can see the payout difference, the estimated differences between the ACC and the Big Ten. And that's not even including the new playoff format money, right? If they were to get into the playoffs, you know, being in the Big Ten, the advantages of being in a super conference now – and getting the added bonus of making the playoffs every single year. So he breaks it down really well in terms of the money you're currently losing and how just, yeah, it, you know, we don't talk about enough, the money we're losing just by sitting in this conference. But, you know, you have to think about two it ways. It's a lot of money up front, but on the back end is when you really start to make it right. The The opportunities, the national opportunities of, once again, being on TV, but the back end opportunities of, like I said, $200 million up front is a lot, but you're going to make that money back, pretty quickly when you think about five to seven years and then it starts to stack back up. So it's not an easy situation. I'm making it sound easier than it actually is because you still have the GOR and that's what the television networks, that's not easy. And once again, ESPN pulls the strings with the ACC there, but this is, this was a really good graph on, on the payback period on the ROI on a, 200 million dollar loan if yeah. they were to get it you
1: know what you're exactly right kb and a lot of people get oh this numbers bore people but this is the reality of the situation i don't know how many tweets i put out to uh, our athletic director and and he acknowledges some of them so he kind of knows he
0: probably, you. he probably banned you
1: no no he does not no. i just sent him one about the, and first of all congratulations Big congratulations to our ladies' soccer team. Absolutely. They're a dynasty.
0: They are a dynasty. They're
1: a monster. I mean, they, like, just beat the hell out of people. They (laughs) didn't lose a game the whole season, I think. They didn't lose a game, you know? And they're unbelievable. And this is, like, what, three national championships in a row? We
0: had the last four, yeah. You
1: know? And they they are unreal. And elite college players now want to come to Florida State. Of because, the best
0: international players, who oh, are it's incredible!
1: Yeah, it's so I sent a tweet, which I always do because I like covering all the sports, despite football being the monster. And you know, I always interact with him a little bit uh, about on on these types of things, and he and he uh, he acknowledges, but I always add something about we got to get out of this ACC. I believe in my heart, he is an aggressive guy. That is working on this and that someday out of the blue, we will have a board of trustees that says we are now out. We have bought our way out of this thing and we are into potentially the Big Ten, which I'm okay with, or yes. the SEC. Yep. Yep. It, there, there is no compromise here. There was a famous general who once said who was surrounded in World War II by the Germans. You know what he said? He goes, when you're surrounded, your choices are easy. Basically, you're going to battle and get out or you're going to surrender. I don't think we're going to surrender. So I think Alford and company, our AD and staff and legal sources and money are going to pull this off. I have no idea when. No other social media talks about it anymore, and I'm surprised they don't write more stories about.
0: it. But this, I, I, I'm honest. okay with that because I'd rather facts. Yeah, and speculation. Yeah, I'd rather yes. facts and speculation around this I because agree. it is serious. It is. there's a lot of yeah. legal stuff. So what ahead.
1: we'll say, KB, is silence is good yeah. until I it isn't good. Until
0: it. Until, yeah, because until I, it I. Yeah. I would say by it, 2025 seems to be like when I think the transition would happen. But like you said, the more silence goes on, the more this big event gets out of the headlines, the more I get concerned. But like you said, silence is good until it isn't, to your point. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, like,
1: what is this point I've been seeing rattling around? Uh, seven, sevenist, seven, I don't even know how to pronounce Tempest,
0: but is Yeah, I, I okay. brought that up last uh, What
1: is this about? Yeah, you brought it up. What is this thing about independent? Listen, let's say I'm history. Now, like history, like history, history. Florida State was a major independent when you had a pretty good group of major independents out there. Miami was a major independent. Uh, Notre Dame still is like the only, are they the only major independent out Uh, there? uh,
0: Even Army's in a conference now. I think
1: Army was a major independent. I
0: think there's only four. There's four. It's, uh, no, Army, they're,
1: Army used to be, I thought they went into a conference or getting the Patriot, into a conference.
0: They're the Patriot lead for some sports.
1: Okay, but I don't, I, I don't see this happening. I, this would be a huge mistake for Florida State. We are not Notre Dame, okay? Well, we don't have okay. that power. No, we don't have that. We don't have that history. Let's Listen, I'm no bigger fan of Florida State than me. I'm bigger than you. Listen. Thank you. Florida State is not the same brand history as Notre Dame. That's an objective fact that is no doubt in my mind. I'm not saying they're a better university. I went to Florida State. I'm not saying that. I'm saying from a business standpoint, you're a business guy. You're going to tell me that... Uh, florida state is a bigger brand name than notre dame notre Notre dame football for a century plus well that's what i'm saying that's what they have
0: they have have wait a minute with yourself
1: they have newt rockney they have the four horsemen they have uh you know rudy rudy Rudy. i said this in a tweet rudy died on december the third the movie rudy the rah-rah of college football died on december 3rd
0: the point I think they're making is that it's an intriguing prospect. You don't have to be another dame, but I'm surprised more schools who are outside of the big two picture haven't considered this. Take for example, Notre Dame has one of the Notre Dame got money, Corey Hall says. They they have one of the best contracts in in, they they have a tricky deal. Their new deal pays them twenty five million dollars annual uh, annually, I believe. It. Well, that they no, don't share they, comes they, to they, them. They their next deal they believe will be between sixty five to seventy five million dollars annually from uh, from uh, NBC. Sixty five million to seventy five million dollars annually. They think the next deal will be. Wow. Now right plus- now, I believe. Right now, I believe. And then they get another eleven million from the ACC. Remember that too. Another 11 million from the ACC. What is Semper
1: saying? There, uh, UMass, and UConn aren't independent. That's what
0: it's the, that lived, lived football. this football? Is football. This is football. Oh, that's this
1: football. Is football. just football. Yeah. UMass is independent. Yeah. Oh God, they need and to they get went, in yeah. something. Army's trying to get in something. I think.
0: No, Navy. Navy
1: used patriotic. to be a major independent too.
0: Yeah. So, but that's the point.
1: But but Florida State's not going to go independent.
0: Period. Okay, Period. let's just let's just talk about it, though. The idea is that you know they are getting paid out the yin yang um, for it. Florida State's only getting paid, like we saw, uh, thirty nine million dollars a year by the ACC for the next fiscal year 24, 25. Even if Fuller, even if we just got Notre Dame's current deal and went to, say, Amazon and said, hey, we want to become the official team for Amazon. We we want to get out of the ACC somehow. Say we got out of the ACC, but we want to be streamed exclusively on Amazon Prime or YouTube TV. You know, like, I'm surprised some team, some brand hasn't done that. And, and like you said, it, it's probably, Florida State couldn't pull that off because they aren't, the century-old Notre Dame and, like you said, the legacy of Notre Dame, which I is different than almost every other school. I think it's Notre Dame, Michigan, and maybe one or two other schools have that type of international type of brand recognition. Not to say Florida State doesn't drive eyeballs, because they do, but it's different it across everything they do, right? It's this, like touchdown, Jesus, everything.
1: I think you'll see some of that what? in the Ireland game, because Irish, you know, they they set
0: up real well for the Ireland game. What I'm saying I just I'm surprised like we haven't seen like YouTube TV or or Amazon Prime or one of these networks do the same deal MVC's kind of done and just say we're going to exclusively stream your content you'll be the official home of Florida State Sports and, and I, cut a 40 million dollar deal annually I, I think it's risky
1: I think that would be a very risky deal instead of going right. Which to side? Which a, side? instead of going into the mate We know that there's the establishment and creation of at least two mega conferences. It's very clear. Okay. Even to the average viewer, it's very clear what's happening. It's being told what's happening. The board of trustees at Florida state said it's happening and they said, we must leave the ACC. It's clear what has to happen. For us not to get into one of those conferences or make our objective to get into one of those would be a huge, Huge mistake moving forward.
0: I I agree. I just like the idea that because what the committee taught us this year is that your schedule doesn't matter. You can play anybody you want essentially as long as well. And now with the twelve team format, all you have to do is essentially win out or win your conference. You know, get it. They taught us this last year. Like we well, could play LSU in the first game. It really doesn't matter as long as you look at doing it. Like you have to look at every game or it, 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 nothing matters really. Schedule doesn't matter. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if you you know.
1: If you, you only have, have to win, to win. if you only have to win your conference, then why schedule these other national teams?
0: Like Liberty in, in one of the Big Six bowls this year. They played nobody, but they got into the same caliber okay. of bowl Florida State did. That's well, what I'm the saying. only
1: like, the, the eye test, which they talked about, if you don't win your championship, right? Let's say you play in the championship game. You're both undefeated going into the championship game. You lose by a field goal, then. Okay, so the champion moves forward. You could have a shot if you meet the eye test and you played an LSU. You played another rank. They're going to look at how many ranked teams you played. There's going to be teams in that position. And that's where the arguments of who falls in and who falls out is going to take place just like this year, KB.
0: What if State There's going to be
1: game. somebody on the 13th and 14th bubbles.
0: Oh, and yeah, it'll be an ACC team. I can guarantee you that. What if Florida State went independent, but they did the deal like Notre Dame does with the ACC, but they be a play, It's not going to happen. They do it with the Big they, Ten. So they're independent. They can schedule USC. They can schedule Miami. They can there's schedule no Florida. Reason,
1: there's no reason to even talk about this. And then they
0: see the Big Ten it's, alignment, where they get paid by the Big Ten, too. It's
1: not going to happen.
0: I like the idea. Okay.
1: So, uh, well, you like it, but it's not going to happen. You can like anything Better than want. being in
0: the ACC, though. It's better than being the ACC, though.
1: Well, I agree. Well yes yeah. yes if you yeah. could cut the deal if you could cut the deal then you're not sharing anything you're, you're on your own you're an independent businessman you're an independent businessman I agree get out of the ACC then you cut whatever deals you want the bottom line and let's not let's move on because we have to get out of the ACC yeah. I think silence is golden at this point point. and someday we're going to all go holy shit let's get on the air because Florida State will have an exit date. Yeah. There, there's no way Mike Alford is sitting there and letting this shit say, oh, you know what? We just brought in SMU and, and Stanford and this is really good shit. He has to address those numbers on that financial chart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's clear. Yeah. It's clear. And you know um, what? He doesn't want to have his legacy tied to this shit or that he left and it didn't get done then he's the guy that left town packed his bags and left okay because yeah. clemson is going to try to get the hell out and miami too for yeah. sure
0: absolutely. absolutely okay all right got a couple of bits of news before we go um so we talked about how Florida state hasn't been really vocal about who's visiting we haven't seen a lot of visits scheduled for Florida State yet in the portal uh but this kid is uh defensive lineman from pittsburgh had a pretty decent year last year big guy I think he's like 6'4", uh 230 ish decent year at Pittsburgh Pittsburgh had a decent start to the year and then it kind of okay year I should say last year um n- nothing phenomenal but he, he production wise 18 tackles six tackles for loss five sacks this is the type he's a young think- guy
1: he's a young guy.
0: Yeah, a, a player that definitely would be a great fit into this into this room. Once again, you're gonna get Daryl Jackson back. Hopefully, nothing weird happens there. And
1: Patrick Payton.
0: Hopefully. Yes, he deleted the tweet. So hopefully bring him back. But like you said, this is a young guy that's only had one year under his belt. And he's yeah, like you said, he was a freshman playing last year with these numbers. So this is this is my ideal transfer, right? A guy who can come and have Two plus years worth of more experience with you, get some work right, further develop, further develop with Odell in the line and, and get even better. And, and this is, I and this is seems to be a trend with Floor State when they go and target transfers on the line, is they try to get guys that haven't been in the system too long or have don't have you know kind of gems, you know, uh, diamonds in the rough uh, per se, like you know, Jermaine Johnson had some time, but he was a rotational guy, they got the most out of him, Jared first, same type of thing. This scene reminds me a little bit of that guy who's not peaked yet, but he has so much potential, especially when he's so young. So this is a guy I hope Fleur State can land, but this is a guy too I know that's going to have a lot of suitors. So once again, you're going to have to battle for this guy, but I think Florida State now has a track record of showing we, we can produce some defensive linemen. You're going to get the best coaching available to you if you come the Florida State because you saw it this year with Fisk, with, uh, you know, Verse, with Peyton, with, Darryl, uh, with um, uh, Farmer, you're, you're going to get, you're going to be able to shine and hopefully you won't be out to be on the field for a hundred plus snaps. You'll, you'll be able to rotate, be fresh and really, you know, come on. I, I agree.
1: KB, I, I totally agree with you. I think this is a key, a key get for this portal period and for building for next year is we saw how this defensive line, God, I wish it was another Brandon Fisk out there who's also yeah. going to the senior ball. Yeah. Brandon Fisk is not going to play in that Orange Bowl game. There's no reason to. No. Uh, in my mind. In my mind, I think it would be idiotic. But Brandon yeah. Fisk was a monster pickup in the portal. Yeah. Nobody saw that coming. They no. saw this kid coming out of Western Michigan. He developed into a monster you know, for this team. But that rotation that you're talking about, rotating your defensive ends. Your edge rushers right. rotating the uh, the the linebacker core and even the and the defensive line.
0: Yeah, I it's, mean, look at the snap key. count. Yeah, it's look at the snap count. Over four guys on the interior had hundred fifty plus snaps this year. Edge wise, all four of them had two hundred plus snaps. Brian Brian Turner, Gilbert Emmons included. You know, transfer Gilbert. I Emmons. never
1: saw Fisk go down once for an injury or
0: anything. He, and he was came into durable. This. Yeah, he, came he came in, in. yeah he came injured, in injured. yeah the surgery yeah.
1: unbelievable what i i will always remember him as yeah. one of the big biggest pickups you know ne- next to jor uh J- J- jared verse came out of nowhere both well, that's of the them.
0: thing you're like why like how do the how did that guy go on the radar for three plus like you know what you know that you guy know, was that well white, this is
1: where know, we give credit KB. In, let's you know. give credit to football operations staff that you don't hear anything about a scouting department this is being run like pro football all of these departments are run like pro football now who's out there who's available who's who's the sleepers out there you know yep. you know it, it, it you don't know Brock Purdy the guy San Francisco 49ers who struggled here a little bit but it was having really good. He was the last guy in the NFL draft when he came in. You don't know. But if you have a good scouting department, they're looking through. They know guys now at the top of their who's really doing good in some of these other schools at stepping stone programs that kind of know who's going to jump out. They know but in advance.
0: This. But it's crazy. Like, he had been at Worcester, Michigan for almost five years. Like I mean, it, it, like these guys, it, it's unbelievable. Like you said, credit to them, the scouting department. Credit to him for continuing to work at it. But and, let's and,
1: give the scouting department yeah,
0: at Florida yeah. State. It's a, it's incredible to see where these guys come. Like Jared Verse, like you said, from Albany. But this was a guy that was just playing in in Michigan City, you know, and, and unbelievable. It, 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 it What's the Michigan? Middle, you know, oh, Jared weather, like, got
1: very little accolades coming out of high school to Albany.
0: Undersized, they said, you know, like you said, now he's a monster, a monster of a man. So it's, it's crazy to see. But Fist hopefully, yeah. unbelievable. unbelievable. And, and sick of defense, and Fuller uh, got his. There was, there was some rumors that Mike Alcott, Texan, was trying to, to pull bring him. Yeah, bring him over to uh, to Texas A and M, but mm. they just locked uh, they just locked Adam Fuller up for three more years. So he got a raise, which I definitely de- believe he uh, deserves it based on what we saw from the defense this year. Because um, like it says right there, ranked tenth nationally in points allowed, point yards per play allowed, sacks, and tackles for loss. So credit to Adam Fuller for what he's done with the defense. Credit to his additions to the staff, Patrick Sertan, uh, amongst uh, amongst others and what he's been able to do recruiting-wise. Yeah, about- Sertan
1: doing a monster job on the back end of this thing, bringing guys in. Yeah. Now we're talking about Florida State now is really looking at high school guys at the elite level. Yeah. They, I think we've moved almost beyond, maybe except for offensive line, but I think we're getting there, that we're limiting now how many guys we're bringing in at three-star levels. Absolutely. Okay, The skill guys should be at four and five stars. If not you're going to go into the portal and look for guys that are already in programs when we say a guy's in a program at a college and they well they haven't had as many snaps as we like but they've been in the strength conditioning program they they're used to the college environment they're used to what the new standards are
0: they've been acclimated acclimated to and they're
1: practicing against really good talent yeah you don't get that out of high school guys You don't get that. I saw
0: some very, very well. You know who's the guy who
1: struggled? Either. And I'm gonna bring this up is the guy Florida State was trying to bring the guy in. He's from Florida. Who is that cornerback that went out to uh to Colorado with Prime? He has struggled out there.
0: Oh and uh,
1: Prime even says that. Prime said he's not put in the work. McLean? You're talking McLean. Yeah. yeah, Florida State wanted that guy. Kamari Camari Kamari. Guy, Kamari, you know. Kamari yeah. McLean.
0: Yeah.
1: They he wanted them. I've seen Dion speak. of he said he'll he'll uh, get better when he wants to get better. It's not a matter. He's got. It's probably good he went out there because there's a five star guy who's not right.
0: Well, all right, yeah. five star doesn't guarantee you anything. It, we got to
1: find another Braden Fisk out there. We got to find more jer- verses. And the op staff, the recruiting staff, they really they should hang those guys up on the on their pictures on the board. This is our success rate
0: right that's here. A, no, that's the standard. That should be the standard. Four states like had pretty did.
1: damn good picks in that portal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I think they pick the right guys. There's thousands of names in there. There's thousands of guys with four-star transfer ratings like that. But they, they pick like you said, they've gotten high picks. They've gotten... Great caliber players. They, they haven't the right had any guys. bust
1: in the portal yet. Not many that I've seen.
0: I, I can remember. No, they picked... I mean, you could say Winston Wright, but he got hurt. So I don't but think... He, he got, got hurt. Him. That's yeah, not fair. Yeah, Lyles, yeah, no,
1: Lyles, Kendall Lyles, Lyles, who came in yeah. from Wisconsin. He got like hurt. Yeah, he I got hurt. Those weren't, those weren't bust. Those weren't busts. No. You're right. No, those but aren't
0: busts. I think they are very selective to and who they dedicate their time. They don't just throw a ton of offers out there, I don't think. You know what they say?
1: I heard somebody say it. I don't know who it was, but they said, now in 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 college football okay the the portal is free agency and the draft is high school you know and that's these these war rooms no, are set up
0: now that's not yeah so true. yeah yeah I mean, free not, agency the, you gotta the pay these guys school? more
1: you gotta no no
0: college doesn't draft well
1: school. i know it, it's a that's scenario a it's comparison. a similar okay whatever okay what i'm saying is these war rooms are set up now when the coaches come in and mike sits down basically saying what are our needs let's find out after our exit interviews what kids told you atkins are leaving what kids do you think should leave well, that's what kids are you counting on for next year how many guys do you think we need to get in the portal and why oh
0: yeah he, you, they, have a you know staff the, that communicates is not realistic that says i don't feel good about this guy committing so we they don't have a, if yeah if your staff is not tight and they are not like I don't feel good about this kid. I think he's playing us or I think he's just trolling us a little bit. Like you need a staff that's very clear about who they, you know, who they think they have, who's in the fold so they can actually say, or, you know, it's like they they can have backup plans to your point. Like you got to have guys you can trust. And I think Norvell and I question at times, certain members of the staff, you know, and I, and I'm being proven wrong. I do think that certain development areas can get better. I think receiver can, you know, in development areas can get better. I would have liked to see, Utilized Keon Coleman a lot more this year. But once again, we're in a good spot. They've done, Adam Fuller's been a great example of that. I, I think some people were very critical of Adam Fuller two years ago. And now he's getting a three year extension. I, I think
1: we all had some harsh words at times. And I think, yes. Yeah.
0: And I, but I think the result of that is people weren't always trusting our defensive backs. You know what helps the defensive backs is when you have a, a dominant defensive line. Cutting down oh, the amount of time the quarterback oh, can sit back there and throw huh. makes the defensive backs look better because they for don't have sure. to run around on a receiver for, for four You five cannot,
1: seconds. there's no quarterback can cover a wide receiver for four, five, six yeah. seconds.
0: And look how great it, of a season no guys way. like Unless Dent had. Unless the receiver's
1: really like shitty.
0: Dent had one of his best seasons of the year. And, and I think it's direct correlation to how his defensive line play. And I think Dent played, he made big plays this year just on his own, but it's a direct correlation. Defensive back play to defensive line play. And they played those guys elevated their play both sides. And and that's why it's so critical that we got we get guys like this guy from Pittsburgh and they continue to invest both high school wise and uh transport wise in that defensive line because it's gonna pay dividends like it did this year. So um kudos to Coach Fuller and he deserves that raise. So I hope uh hope his family gets some nice Christmas. You know, gifts I,
1: I will this. say this. I will say I always thought football coaches were pretty much overpaid. Okay, I I probably still think they're a little bit overpaid. Okay, the way this everything now is trending upward. Coaches pay NIL money to athletes. High school guys getting paid. It's it's really starting to flow out to what what's going on. But you know what I'll say? These damn coaches work their asses uh, off. 20, now, the if you,
0: especially yeah, if college you don't
1: especially. like to recruit. And be on the phone and going to see guys and laying out the red carpet and meeting families. Guess where you go? You go to the NFL because you don't have to do that. They have a draft, and that's and you coach you coach guys, but it's different up there, obviously. Yeah. Okay, but this is a twenty four seven. I would to do this. You know, I all these coaches are on the road today, tonight. They're in hotels. Maybe they're listening to us.
0: Okay. Right after the playoffs show, uh, Norvell and them were yeah. on. And, and that's one thing they said may be an issue is what. Wow. When they heard that, you know, they were in that room and they heard the news, stuff like that. But, like, Norvell didn't have time to just, like, waddle and say, oh, this sucks. Like, he had to go back on the road and talk to all those recruits and say things are going to be okay. Like, forget all the shit you're hearing on media. Like, it and then he had to come back and make sure, like, his own players weren't freaking out about it, right? You have to. control their emotions. <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a 24-hour father, babysitter, a mentor. I, I I couldn't do We're it. We're very right.
1: lucky. The culture of this team took care of each other. Nobody ended up in the newspaper, you know, Not for some know. kind of crazy shit no, going he's, on. He's
0: cultivated that. He's running yeah. great guys right. who care about each other, that right. do great things in the community, in the program. And, and that's been, a, and once again, that's kudo to Mike Norvell and the types of caliber of players he's brought in. And that's why I do love this team. And that's why when I see Patrick Payne wants to leave, I'm like, dude, it's not, it, uh, Patrick, Patrick's you have a playing. thing. No,
1: Patrick's playing leverage. Him. He's no, leveraging. I, no,
0: I get that. And that's why and I
1: understand that and I respect it. No, it, K- and, KB, and, we have to respect I, that. I know. You I know do that in business. But
0: I, it, but it, i know how much I'm worth. I'm not worth a million dollars. I, I know if I see Jared Burst, I think
1: you're worth 000, 000, Katie. I I a million dollars, KB. I don't have Jared Jared that to Burst, pay you.
0: If I see a Jared Burst next to me, I'm like, am I worth two times Jared Burst? Probably not. But I, I do understand. Like he deserves a raise. Get your raise. But how you know, many players? Players, I came like to stay. I how many him.
1: players are out there like Jermaine Johnson and guys who go back more than that? right like who wished they said i just missed the timing but you know in pro ball i remember growing up when players were on the same teams for years there was no free agency in major league sports the day that changed i said to myself how many guys mickey Mantle, willie mays johnny unitas bart Starr. uh you know all these guys the names you hear of uh you know said god my timing is just off timing is everything
0: yeah absolutely so yep so i think that's great wow kudos to the Rays, patrick we hope you're coming back yeah we love patrick and yeah, patrick
1: we, we wish you well And yeah. we're never gonna anybody who's leaving there's no hard feelings we get it we hope you find your dream we hope you we yeah, hope you find stupid. it at florida that's state not, that, no 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 it's not it's not stupid Well, it may sound sappy, but you know what? ESPN took a dream away from our team this year. That's 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 not sappy. Follow your dream. Follow what you think you need to do, period.
0: But I I do believe that Florida State is now a place where you can achieve what you want. Regardless of what ESPN will tell you, Florida State is a program that can get you where you want to be. So, And I'm happy. Yeah, and you're going to
1: compete for it because any winning, any winning program, who wants to be in the playoff year in and year out. Now let me tell you this, coaches are under more pressure now with an expanded playoff than ever before. If you can't make the top 12, what does that say about your program?
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right? I agree. I agree. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, and, th- that's why, and that's why, that's why I don't, if, if it was a different format or things like that, I'm not sure if Florida State, if Florida state doesn't say, well, we'll, we'll roll Tate and see if he develops. But I think there is that pressure to say, we got oh, to no, we, we, we press because this it's doubt. also the pressure of like saying, well, if we don't make the top 12, that sucks. But it's also like, we're so close. We're only a couple players away from being the top 12. Right. So there is that pressure of knowing like, you don't have to be the best team. You just have to be in the top 12 and being the top 12 doesn't mean you're an elite team. It just means you're a pretty good team. Right. So, some of these teams are just a few players away, right? From changing themselves from eight wins to nine wins to 10 wins. Right. And that, that could be the 12th playoff team. So it, it's going to be very yeah. interesting.
1: Well, there'll be, there will be in that expanded playoff, there will be two lost teams in there.
0: hundred percent. There will be two and lost probably teams be from the teams. The and they'll probably be from the SEC and the big 10. Well,
1: we don't know that. I'm I not going to even I, speculate. I know There's so I have much the speculation going the on. I have the you script. Know? And let me say this too about Twitter. You know, a lot of information out there, certain sites putting out certain things, you know, conspiracy theories and all this. And I and I say I think there was a conspiracy going on. I really do in a way. But I'm saying that they're putting out all kind of stuff. Some of it's really kind of hard to swallow. But, yes, uh, Patrick, we hope you come back because you're a key player here. I think he's just leveraging for the money. And that's the way it works. You know, the coaches do it. They have agents who leverage for them. So it's a learning process for everybody. Uh, I think our next show, KB, you and I will agree that the next one planned, scheduled, will be something about more about Portal, more about Orange Bowl and who's probably going to play. Who who yep. we think will be in the starting lineup. Is that fair? Yeah, that's
0: fair. And that
1: should be a fun show. That but should also, be a fun show.
0: But also, if you don't believe me about the top 12 thing, top 12 schools, if the playoffs are 12 teams today. Look at 13.
1: was at three losses. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Look, uh, it is.
0: this is this is SEC next year. SEC, Big Ten. SEC, Big Ten next year. yeah, Big Ten. Yeah. SEC. Yeah. ACC. SEC. Yeah. B- SEC. Big Ten. Big Ten. If you aren't in the Big Ten, or SEC, and you don't have, or you don't have an automatic bid from one of those those conferences, you ain't getting in. From well, I'm but, telling you. Well, I'm you're right. You you're right. For the <laughs> ACC,
1: you better win the ACC. You get an automatic invite. You, so you get the conference championship invite.
0: from the ACC, or you're not yeah. getting an automatic bid. Well, I'm telling you.
1: That's the sure way.
0: Second in. place in the ACC is not getting in next year. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I, telling, I, you, I'm telling you. You're telling
1: me Florida State. Could be undefeated going to the ACC championship, lose by three yep. points, have one loss, and not get in? I think so. I uh, don't know. they still an attractive brand to bring in on TV on the playoffs.
0: I, I'm just I'm telling you. Man. Okay.
1: Hey, what is best. this? Uh, we got a couple more. We'll take a couple more questions or comments, and then we're going to close it out for tonight. You got, first of all, you guys have been great. We love you guys. We have a blast doing this uh we please hit the subscribe and like if you haven't done that really helps us get the word out a little bit and it it really expands the program which we love geo shoebox uh i haven't seen geo before welcome to the program what about the quarterback from toledo do you know who Geo's talking about
0: yeah i saw him enter Uh, i know he's uh, is he gonna is he
1: a starter quality
0: yes well that's the thing you know these kids who come to competition yeah well, that's, that's the issue. He, he's got a ton, a ton well, of experience. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, Verse came from Albany, but he's not a quarterback.
0: Well, that's the issue. Yeah. Uh, quarterback, uh, you know, there's a lot more processing going on in terms of you know, what you're doing on the field. Did you look it's it tough. up? Who the hell is it? No, I, I've heard of the kid. I, I haven't watched him, but I've definitely you don't heard even kid. know who it is. Well, uh, Gio, who the know. hell is I'm it? It's not like I'm scouting this kid every week. Why no, would I, I ever watch a Toledo football game?
1: <laughs> they went 11
0: and one this year. They went 11 and one. Gio, they, they were who is the team. kid?
1: All right, let us they, know. They, they
0: played no ranked teams this year, other than Liberty. Oh, they didn't even play Liberty this year. Okay, um, let's go.
1: Let's go no, to but, Chad. But Chad. I go don't ahead. think
0: he's going to be on Florida State's radar. No, I, should no. Just,
1: I don't think. he's on not,
0: there's too many other good quality. Too risk. Too
1: high risk. Too much risk. I think he could.
0: I think he could land at like an NC like a mid-tier ACC school, absolutely.
1: I think Florida State's going to land a quarterback that everybody knows nationally. The name will be known nationally. I think Chad, gonna... Chad Kinsler, that's true. The pressure on the coaches will be all-time high. Yes. If you're not getting your program into the top 12, there's going to be questions from the fan bases and everybody else. Yeah. Okay, who else we got? Robert Fleischer. At least we will probably not get left out if we ever go undefeated again. Well, if you win your conference, you, you get an automatic bid. So you will totally control it in that regard, as far as we know, you know, in that regard. And, oh, here's the kid's name. They put it up, BP put it up. No, no, not that. This one, BP put up Daquan Finn?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's okay. a- he yeah. must be a dual.
0: I think he's got, he's got st- over 2,600 yards. Okay,
1: you want a dual threat is. guy. He
0: is. he is,
1: he is. Okay, KB, do you want a dual threat guy or, or uh, yes. Uh, yes. T- uh, uh, Tyler Van Dyke, who's basically a non-running quarterback?
0: No, I, I don't need I don't need a guy that was like shoelace at Michigan, you know, 10 years ago who okay. was just basically can run for 1,000 yards, but I need a guy that can be mobile, and this kid definitely right. is mobile. He. he you need he's a kid not, that but can he's, be he's but he's can not. He's the, he has the threat of it, right? He is running for a hundred yards per game, but he can definitely put up now. Where he, what he okay. threw over twenty six hundred yards and twenty two touchdowns. But he also threw. He had a high rate of interceptions. He only had ten interceptions go with along with those twenty two touchdowns. So, once again. He's playing the Mac. He's playing against not great competition. Not to say the ACC is elite competition defensively. Brandon Fisk
1: came out of Western Michigan. That's what I'm saying.
0: I'm not saying this kid can't be successful, but I'm saying if I have to pick DJ over him, I would probably go with DJ because he's the safer of the two choices, in my opinion.
1: Okay. But you would probably pay these kids different NIL money to come in. DJ is going to want a lot of money.
0: No, I don't.
1: I don't oh, I don't, I don't come know. on,
0: Oregon State. You think Oregon State had a ton of money? You know what,
1: what I didn't understand? Why did the backup at at Oregon State leave too? I think he he went into the four. Both he, of them. He's, hi,
0: he's highly regarded. He's, why
1: would he go into the four? Knowing coach, he'll be the guy. They lost
0: their coach. Oh, he's probably gonna go to Michigan State. You you what do you do all day? <laughs> I do. I look. Yeah. I don't remember them all. Give me a break. Okay. He's gonna get to Michigan. Okay. State. He's going to get All right,
1: State. guys. I think we're. I think we're done. I think and it's Grandpa's
0: it's, bedtime. He, he needs to go to bed and, uh, the. Shut up. Stars the iPad. Talking the iPad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I go to bed looking at Twitter. That's, That's me the go issue. To That's
0: why you don't know anything. You need to be looking at no, an <laughs> actual no, website. No,
1: I look at everything. I try not to. Uh, I try to avoid ESPN sites, which is hard to do. You know those bastards okay you know remember now everybody any fsu fans december 3rd will not be forgotten december the 3rd will not be forgotten we won't forget it on this program i guarantee you on that and listen uh we wish florida state the very best they uh we know they're working their asses off to build this program the players bust their ass some players will stay, some will leave, new guys will come in. It's the nature of college football, or what we call semi-pro, minor league NFL. There will be a day, I believe, the NFL will reach deeper into this oh, yeah. into keep, this right. thing with It'll money. Somehow. Okay, somehow. Well, no, Well, none of this had to happen, but it did. So what I'm saying is, and the last thing I'll say, whether you decide as a fan to go to the Orange Bowl or you don't, you will be respected by us in this program, and all fans should respect each other for the decisions made. And I'll end with this. Any you just—you bo- keep saying you're going to end with it. And wait a minute. End any bowl game outside of the designated playoffs who are playing for a national championship are meaningless exhibition games each player must make their own decision of why they're playing okay yeah and i agree with you for
0: teams like florida state teams like james madison may not feel meaningless because they fought for that so i would say to our tier well yes it means it should it's more it's an exhibition but for smaller programs that it's a payday it it is something to them but and
1: you just said JMU and for JMU they got screwed having to pay so many dollars and then they couldn't be in because of this and that and now look they lost their coach they lost their quarterback you
0: know I mean it's like once again that's part of being a mid major program so
1: or a what we call stepping stone programs if you're and if you're a stepping stone program, it's horrible.
0: And that's what you will become oh. in the ACC in two years if you're not out. That's what State will become. So You
1: know what? Like some people say, Alex Atkins has our back on that offensive line. I believe Mike Alford and company have our back on getting the hell out of this ACC. Mike, if you're listening. I
0: don't think he is.
1: Every FSU know. fan and alumni, you know what you got to do.
0: Yeah. They know. They know. It's not easy, but I think they know. They know. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you all again for the comments, uh, subscribing, liking. We appreciate it. We will be back if there's any. No, DJ. No, DJ. We'll Somebody. This, this
1: guy, BP, hates DJ. <laughs> we'll
0: discuss DJ later. We, I don't, I don't there'll get it. do be more it. transfer news. We'll, we'll have another transfer show next week. Wait a, really a minute.
1: Here's on. our last guy, a regular. B. B Riley missed the show. Well, we're not going to recap it for you, B. You can go back and watch it on the drive-in. Listen, put it on. You can listen to it on your right. commute. Hope you're finding a way to manage the anger. I haven't. Well, we have. You know, you got to move on. <laughs> you got to move on. Pick well, up. You don't pieces. move on.
0: You just you just don't let it control you. But you no. need to remind them. Don't move right. on. Let them remind you. Good but, seeing uh, you, B. Good yeah. seeing you, B. And everybody,
1: we good appreciate good
0: seeing it. y'all. We'll do a portal show next week because I, I hope to see uh, Florida scheduling some more visits going into the weekend and next week. But we already have two office out to some alignment. So hopefully that you build through the trenches. Right. So we'll, we'll hopefully see more of that. So thank you all again. Have a great Thursday. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. And uh, if anything breaks, we'll be on it. So have a great one, y'all. And take care of yourselves. Bye bye.